let's jump into today's message. We're in our third week of the series called Christmas Cheer. And for the month of December, what we've been focusing on is we've really just been focusing on one word, and that word is joy. How to find it, how to keep it, how, how to make joy kind of sustain in your life. And, and, and the reason for I say all that is because joy can feel kind of rare. Joy can be elusive. Like, we're just not sure how to get it, how to how to hang on to joy. It's kind of like a feeling that kind of comes and goes. And I think the reason that joy can be difficult so often is because we just misunderstand it. What is joy? Like when we talk about joy, what are we talking about? What we've been saying in this series is that joy doesn't come from the things in this world, okay? Joy doesn't come from perfect circumstances, okay? You don't have to wait for this to happen or that to happen and receive this in order to have joy. And honestly, if you do get whatever it is you're after, if you do end up having it, you might experience joy. It will come, but it doesn't ever last because nothing in this world lasts forever. I was reminded of this a little while back. Shannon and I were out spending some time together, um, just the two of us. I love getting out with Shannon and spending time. It's one of my favorite things to do. Just, you know how that is, is just get, getting away from the, the kids and the busyness of life and just going out on a date and just having some time just to, just to be together and not worry about anything. And we're out. We're having a great time. We're driving back on Highway 80. Great night, great evening, great dinner, great experience. And all of a sudden, a deer comes running out and just plows into the side of our car. How many of y'all have had the... Um, Terrible experience of hitting a deer. Yes, it's very common in Georgia, I know. But we got hit on the side of the car, uh, pulled over on the side of the road to see what we needed to do. And I found out that the car was drivable, but we just couldn't make any left turns. So I immediately accepted the challenge. Can I make it home with only right turns? Now, it took 30 minutes, but we made it. Okay, we got back home. It ended up being, um, we ended up pulling into the driveway at the end of the night. But great night. Thought things are going great. Had a lot of joy in that moment. But it never lasts because suddenly things happen. Right? And that's kind of like how we feel in life. Like if we're waiting on that next experience, if we're waiting on that job promotion, if we're waiting on the next raise, if we're waiting on the next vacation to experience joy, sure, sure, you'll get it. Like, you may get it. You may not. Or if you do receive it, you might have joy. It might come for a little bit, but it never really lasts. So what is genuine joy? Like, how can we experience more joy in our life and hold on to it? Well, true joy comes, what we're learning in this series that we're doing, true joy comes from trusting in God. Like, trusting in God means that you know how blessed you are in everything in life. True joy comes that no matter what the circumstances may be around you, God's blessings are still with you. Okay, joy means that you're less stressed in everything because you're more secure in God's presence and in God's provision. You see, joy doesn't come from what you have. It comes from what you know can't be taken away from you. Because what you're learning and what we're learning through the series is that that joy that I'm looking for, it comes by taking the next step and being faithful in Jesus, being faithful to him and trusting that what he says is true and trusting him for my life. And as I do that and as I put more trust in the, in the wonderful counselor, the almighty God, the everlasting father, the prince of peace, like we said last week in that verse in Isaiah. Man, when I do that, 
When I learn more of what it means to trust in him, lean into him, man, that's, that's where the joy, that's the kind of joy that can't be taken away from you. Let me give you some examples. Joy comes from knowing that maybe your job could be taken away from you, but your purpose in God can't be taken from you. You know, a relationship might end. A love, love that you thought was everlasting, it may be broken, and even still, you know and you find joy in the fact that God's love for you is eternal. Joy is knowing your body can wind down and break down. How many of you are reminded of that every day when you get out of the bed? Like, oh, my body is, ugh, you know, you're just groaning now more than ever, right? It's knowing even though your body may break down, you're trusting in God's good grace to get you through. It's knowing that even your life could be taken away from you, but they cannot take away the eternal security you have because of Jesus and because of his death and resurrection. You see, that's what it means to have an attitude of joy. Joy that comes from knowing that God is with us, trusting that God is here, no matter what is happening around us. So through this series, we're learning that that kind of joy only comes when I'm trusting in God. Like, I have to trust in him. And the reason I say that comes from this verse that we've been looking at in Romans 15. And this isn't the traditional Christmas verse, but this is the verse that we've been going through. So let's read this through together again. In Romans 15, 13, it says this. Paul writes to the Romans, and he says, I pray that God, the source of hope, okay, he is the source of the hope, the hope that we want, the peace that we need, the joy that we want in life. My prayer is that God, the source of all that hope, will fill you with complete joy. Like his joy will fill your life. Now we're going to look at another place at the end of the Bible where Jesus tells his disciples he wants to fill them with joy. So this is a common theme. But Paul's prayer for them is, I pray that you are filled with joy and peace. Because why? Because you've learned what it means to trust in him. Like, when you learn how to trust in him, Paul goes on to say, what's going to happen is that you're going to overflow with confident hope, that hope, that peace, that joy. Man, because that's what comes from fully leaning into the Spirit. And all this sounds good to us, and we're all like, yes, I want more of that joy. I want to learn how to trust God more. But how? How can I trust God more? Because honestly, this world's difficult Right, Things around us are hard. Every day we're faced with new decisions and new choices and what we read on the news and what's happening in the world around us just wants to take the joy away. Like, On a serious note, like last week I was in the hospital and I'm, as I'm passing through the hospital, like I'm wondering what's going on behind the doors as I pass. And sometimes when I'm walking down the hospital, I just pray for the doors as I pass by. God, be with them, be with them, be with them. And I'm wondering... What's happening in those difficult moments? And how do you find joy in that moment? On a less serious note, doing some Christmas shopping last week. Shannon was doing some Christmas shopping. I was doing some Christmas driving. So I was driving and dropping her off uh, to do some Christmas shopping. That's kind of our thing. And I drop her off and I go and park. And about two minutes later, she immediately comes back out and she says, Everyone in Columbus is in TJ Maxx today. Y'all know, y'all were there, right? You remember that day when y'all were shopping at TJ Maxx? Yeah, y'all remember that. There were no buggies. Everybody was in there, and she walked immediately in, and she was like, nope, and walked right back out. And I, I think about that on a less serious note. Like, how do you find more joy in the busyness 
and the stressfulness of this season and everything that's going on around us. But you know what? What I'm reminded of is that when I look at the main message of the Christmas story, man, that's what we find in the manger, right? right? If we would just place our trust in the one that was born to save us from this world, right? We could find that Jesus brings the hope over flowing with hope and peace and joy that we're looking for if we would just learn to trust him. So I want to talk a little bit more about what joy is by looking at a very familiar uh, Christmas story. Now, past couple weeks I've been in the Old Testament. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move out of the Old Testament. I'm going to use uh, the Christmas story of the shepherds today. And when you look at this Christmas story, everything in this Christmas story is chaotic. Okay, But yet there's joy all over the place. Like Think about each character that's going through a moment, having a moment in this story. And you're like, how, how did they find joy in the middle of all the chaos? In fact, I was reading this article a little while back of some headlines. And the writer of the article is like, what would they say if Jesus' birth happened today? Like, How would they report that? And i got to be honest, I'm, I'm clickbait material. I'm the reason they put out those crazy headlines because when they do, I'm the guy that clicks. I was like, oh, i got to hear about that, right? So how would they put it in today's um, terms? And here's, here's what he said. He, he, he said it might look like this. He says, my baby will save the world. And other quotes from a lady who gave birth in a barn. Okay, I would click that. Um, here's the next one. He says, uh, three ridiculous gifts to give at your next baby shower. So there you go. Obviously in reference to the wise men who gave gold, frankincense, and myrrh. There you go. Good. All right. Good job. Or how about this one? This one's my favorite. Whose baby is it? Woman says God. Man says not mine. So anyway, <laughs> be honest. You'd click that story, wouldn't you? I would. Now it's a little... <laughs> It's a little silly, but there's a little bit of chaos. kind of describes a little bit of the chaos that's happening in that moment, right? When you look at everything that's going on in the Christmas story, and yet they find joy. How do they find joy? What does it mean to find joy in the middle of all the difficult problems and situations we face? Well, I got some points for you this morning. I know some of y'all have been dying for these points because we've been without points for the last couple of weeks. So I got point number one. If you got your message notes, you want to fill in some blanks, you can follow along with me. Everybody online, we're so glad to have you worshiping with us. You can find those message notes on the Ridge app too and follow along. So here's point number one. Let's talk about this with the shepherds. Here's what I want you to know about joy. Joy is here. Joy is here, right here, right now. Joy is in your vicinity. It's in your area. Let's start with Luke chapter 2, verse 8, the reason I say this. And here's what it says. That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. Now, I want to focus on that word suddenly for just a little bit. But what you got to know about this, and the reason that I say joy is here, I love, let me just start by saying I love maps. I just love maps. I uh, just always have. I'm, I'm the reason that they used to put those Rand McNally maps at the checkout counter like 20 years ago. Did anybody else used to buy the yearly updated map version on Rand McNally? Y'all know what I'm talking about? Am I the only? Okay, so I'm the only one. That's okay. I can live with that. 
But I used to always buy one of those, and I would always buy the thick 50 states, and I just loved it. Shannon would, sometimes she'd find me just um, thumbing through it like I was reading a book. I don't know. I just, I enjoyed it. But also, when I go to the uh, outlet malls with my daughters, I always go up to the map. I always like to know where I'm at, and I always find the You Are Here sticker so I know where I am and where the Cinnabon is located. So that's kind of a little background into me. But when I talk about the you are here, joy is here, what you got to know is that joy is like the you are here dot or sticker on a map. Okay, here's how joy works. It's not a map trying to get you to a different location or different spot. Like, there are directions that you can take. Like, if you want to get to joy, well, joy's over here, and here's the route that you can take, and good luck, because there's a little twist and turns along the way. That's not how it works. Joy is right here, right now. It's not somewhere else. It's the dot of where you're living, because God is with you. Like, God is present right here, right now. The question is, are we looking for him and are we trusting in him in this moment? I'm afraid too many times like we go looking for joy somewhere else when, when God wants to bring that joy to us right here, right now. It's just we aren't opening our eyes. And, and I think about how suddenly, back to this word suddenly, how suddenly God's joy can appear in our lives as it relates to the shepherds. Because the shepherds are just going through their ordinary mundane routine of watching sheep. Now, some of us have had some pretty boring jobs in the past, okay? But I would venture to say nothing of what you've ever done can compete with what the shepherds have done with, with these sheep. Watching sheep has got to be one of the most boring jobs. I mean, they're boring when they're awake and even more boring when they're asleep. And here they are, just these lumps of white. And all of a sudden, God shows up. In the, in the normal business as normal, just the average, ordinary routine of the day, God shows up. And when I read that for the shepherds, man, I, I, have, I think the same can be happening for us because joy is right here, right now, because God is right here, right now. I think there's a lot of hope in looking at the shepherd's story, realizing that these average, smelly, ordinary guys had God show up in that moment and just bring joy that's just indescribable. You see, I think that he can do the same for us. I think he wants to do the same for us. And what that means is that God can suddenly break into your day, that joy is here right now. That, that means you don't have to go looking for the next vacation. You don't have to look for the next relationship. You don't have to move and find another job, so to speak. But that joy, joy, can be found suddenly each and every day if we're looking, if we're looking for God. Truth is, you know what we tend to do? We tend to look for the negative and not for the positive. I, I, I know, speaking for myself, I tend to sometimes be a glass half full rather than a glass, or a glass um, empty rather than a glass half full kind of attitude in life. And when I look at this word suddenly, sometimes I put this in a negative term because I think that when suddenly things happen, suddenly things are bad. Like, because we all know what it's like to suddenly get a phone call or suddenly get a diagnosis or suddenly have an accident or suddenly a deer pops out of nowhere, right? And when that happens, then everything changes and everything's different and then my joy is gone. But you know what? Just as suddenly something bad can happen in our life, I want you to know that suddenly God can bring joy in your life. Like God wants to break through your day. 
God wants to bring that to you. The question is, are you looking for them? You're out there looking for another dot on the map, thinking you're going to go somewhere else to find it, and God is like, no, I'm right here, right now. Look for me, trust in me, and you'll find the joy that you're so desperate for. It's just that we, we get so caught up. We get so distracted with everything else that's going on. See, I want you to know joy is right here with you because the Holy Spirit, what Romans 15 said, that Holy Spirit will fill you, overflow with confident hope because God's Spirit is with you. So joy is here. Number two, joy is believing. Joy is believing. We have to find the courage to overcome our fear sometimes and trust in Him. So let's go back to this idea that joy is believing, joy is trusting, because sometimes it's scary. It's scary to trust what God wants you to do next or what God is calling you to trust in. And the reason I say that too with the shepherds, look at, look at the next verse. It says this, they were terrified. They were terrified when everything happened, but the angel reassured them, don't be afraid. Which, now, we tend to paint this picture of the shepherds and what's happening as this beautiful moment where God's glorious glow is filling the sky and it's just so amazing and everybody has smiles on their faces and they're just rocking back and forth enjoying the free concert, you know? And I don't think that's how it happened. But to illustrate this, I, 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 I brought Nathan's um, scroll here. He made this as a project when he was a child with his father and he shared this at the angel breakfast to share God's story. And he unrolled it, and he went through it. And I put it on this portion where the angels were in the sky. And I thought that was so pretty. And I was like, Nathan, really, how old were you when you colored this? Because I can't draw this well right now. Like, there's no way. It'd be a bunch of stick figures in the sky, you know. But we tend to have these beautiful images, right? The angels in the sky, and everything is just hunky-dory and amazing. But honestly, it was had to scare them. I mean, think about this for a moment. Have you ever been in a dark room and somebody flips on the lights and you're like, whoa, what just happened? Imagine being in the dark night and then all of a sudden this glow, this, this amazing glow happens and, and an angel comes out of nowhere and is speaking directly in your face. And Abby and I were actually having this conversation in the car yesterday. We were just like, well, if an angel showed up and told you to do something, like, would you do it? And I was like, yeah, if an angel showed up, I'd probably, you know, like, how does that even, like, it's, it's hard to even wrap your head around. Like, what is that even like? An angel shows up and is talking to you. And then, not only that, but this group of angels shows up that can only be described, the Bible says, as an army all shouting God's glory. I bet these guys were terrified. It says they were terrified. I would have been scared. I read a devotional by Max Lucado a little while back, and he brings this up about the normal life of a shepherd and the easy evenings they had. But then this happens. Like, this happens, and it just rocks their world. Like, everything changes, right? And the point that he's making is that everything is overwhelming. And Max says this, and I love this. I want to share this with you. He says, change always brings fear before it brings faith. Change always brings a little fear before it brings faith. You see, that there's always a little bit of fear if we're really going to trust or really believe what God has for us. Because when God interrupts our life with something that we've never seen before, there's something that we're not used to, something we're not prepared for, right? Most of the time, I don't know if you're like me, but I panic. 
Like, I get a little scared. And this is the same thing for the shepherds. Man, they were terrified when this, and this is why the angel had to tell them, calm down, it's okay. And the same could be said for us. When God breaks through, man, it can be scary to really believe, to really trust what he wants. But, 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 if we're willing to grab hold of him, like if we're willing to let go of whatever else we're grabbing on to that we think is going to bring joy, we, we, we let go, we, we have the courage enough to believe and grab hold of what he's offering, that's where we find joy. Reminded of a story that I heard a little while back of a guy that was climbing and he got caught on the side of this mountain. He's hanging on the side of a cliff by a limb and he's hollering up top and he's saying, is anybody there? Can anyone help me? And then all of a sudden a voice breaks out from the heavens and says, let go of the branch. The guy's amazed and he says, is this God? And the voice says, yes, let go of the branch. Trust in me, believe in me. The guy thought about it for a minute, and he yells back up, is anybody else out there? Okay, all right, all right. Wasn't as good. Y'all weren't as prepared for that one, okay? Y'all weren't prepared for that one. But sometimes that's what it feels like, right? It's scary to trust God. And here's what I'd say. Sometimes for some of us, we're holding on to that branch, and we're thinking, man, this is my lifeline, and this is what I need, and this is what's bringing me joy, and it's scary to let go and fully trust in God. Meanwhile, Jesus is throwing us another option, another choice. But in order to grab hold of what Jesus wants for us, we've got to let go of what we've been holding on to. But you see, if I know what God wants, and I'm willing to overcome that fear and believe and really trust in him, Man, that's where we find that rush of joy that we're wanting. It's a good thing that these shepherds overcame their fear and, and, and were able to believe in God and actually went and followed through on what God wanted, right? Let go of the normal, ordinary, what they were used to and grabbed a hold of what God was offering because that's, that's what led them to the manger where they found joy. So joy is believing, it's trusting. The other thing we got to know is that joy is sent. Number three, joy is sent to us. Joy is sent to us. Let's keep reading in this story. It says this, I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David, and you will find, you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Now, here's what I mean by joy is sent, okay? It's not something, joy, let's go back to this idea. It's not something that we spend the rest of our life trying to get, okay? It's something that God sends to us. So let's unpack this a little bit. Let's go back a few weeks ago when we talked about the when and then type of thinking. You know, we're always looking for the next thing to bring joy, like when we attain this, when I get this, Right? We'll say things to ourselves like, if I can just work harder, then I can work myself into more joy. Or when I get this, or when I accomplish this, or when I attain this, then I'll have joy. But if that were true, then the most joyful people would be workaholics and people in debt. And we know that's not what brings Christmas cheer. Truth is, joy is not created in this world. Joy is actually something that has been sent to us. It's something that we simply have to, have to open up and accept. Right? And what this message does, 
is this message reminds us the good news that brings great joy has been sent to all people. And you know what? That all people, I highlighted that one because I want you to remember that includes you and that includes me. In fact, let me teach you something that you can do that will bring you more joy. Make that message personal. Make that message personal because it changes things. Here we go. The good news of great joy has been brought to you, to you. You see, I think, I think good news becomes great joy when it becomes personal, when it has to do with me. It's like this, because if you tell me you're going on a great trip, like you're going to Hawaii, I'd be like, man, that's great news. That's good news, awesome. But if you tell me that you're sending me to Hawaii, that good news becomes great joy, right? (laughs) Why? Because it's personal, like I may, it's about me and Shannon, right? This is great, right? So this makes sense, like this, to all, all the people, we're included in that people, Even if we were the only people, even if we were the only person alive, God would have come to bring us the joy that we're looking for. Don't miss that. No matter what your circumstance is, no matter what you're dealing with on a daily basis, no matter what's coming at you. Man, 2,000 years ago, God sent his son for you. Even if it were only you, Jesus would have come to die on the cross to bring you the forgiveness that you need so that you can be with God for eternity. And because of that, you receive God's joy. And that's the truth for all of us. Joy is not necessarily something we attain for ourselves as though we could ever do enough. Joy is something that's been sent to us. We have to accept it. And then the last thing I want you to know is that joy is shared. Joy is shared with others. Joy is shared with others. And we find this in the shepherd's story too. Luke chapter 2, it says, They hurried to the village and they found Mary and Joseph. And there, there was the baby lying in the manger. And after seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened, what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. Love this. They went and immediately told as many people as they could. You see, joy was sent to them, each one, And then joy was shared from them to everyone. They immediately went and told. And get this, notice everybody's response. When they told people what had happened, when they told people what was going on, people's first reaction were like, they they didn't think they were crazy. They weren't like, what are y'all talking about? Like, what's going on in the hills that y'all are seeing? Angels, like none of that kind of stuff. No, it says that they were astonished. Like they were amazed. And you know why? It's because the same back then is true and is the same today. People need to hear the good news. People need to understand the one that has been born to take away our sins so that we can be in a relationship with our God Almighty. People need to hear that news. And here's the truth. When we share that news, when we're willing to share that news, man, we receive joy when we do so. When we tell other people how we're trusting in God, when we tell other people the story of God, man, it reminds us of the joy that's been sent. And it really is a joy to share. So I'd invite you this Christmas. Do you know what? Christmas is a great time to share. Two times of the year, Christmas and Easter, right? Easy time to share with other people and invite, maybe invite somebody to our Christmas Eve services, right? And when you do that, man, I know you think you're doing them a favor, and you are. 
But really, you're doing something for yourself because you bring more joy into your life if you're willing to share. So you know what? I, I believe that God wants you to experience his joy this Christmas season no matter what's going on. In fact, in fact, back to that, back to that idea of Jesus. Jesus talking about the joy that he wants to bring. There's this great verse in the book of John where Jesus is meeting with his disciples right before he's going to be arrested, right before he's going to die. And he says these words. He says, I've told you these things. These things. You know what? These things. These things are all the teachings that Jesus has done at this point. Like, I've taught you all this. I've shown you all this. I've led you up to this point. The reason for that is so that you will be filled with my joy. And not just any joy, but that your joy will overflow. That's his desire for you. Jesus knowing that the next day was going to be chaotic. Knowing that the next day suddenly something was going to happen that would change everything, right? Even in the midst of everything that's going on, he reminds them, I want to give you my joy. In fact, I want your joy to overflow. So with that in mind, with that in mind, as we close this morning, I think the question goes back, knowing that Jesus wants to bring that joy into our life, knowing that that joy comes from trusting him, how can you trust more in God? I think a lot of that is understanding that joy is here, that God is with us right now. I just have to, no matter what's in this moment, I have to trust in him in this moment because he's here right now. Joy is believing. I gotta, I gotta trust and move forward with what He wants. I gotta let go of what I thought was bringing joy, and let go and, and hold on to what God wants for my life. And I know that's scary. I gotta be willing to trust Him, and then also gotta be willing to share the message. And if I do these things, if I do these things, man, I know I'll get more of the joy that God wants to bring. That's my prayer for you as we go through this Christmas season. I don't know where everybody is. I don't know what everybody's going through right now, but I do know that we could all use more joy in our life. So I'm praying for that for you. In fact, let's pray for that together. Let's pray. God, I just thank you so much. God, I thank you for everything that you came to do. I thank you for the reminder that joy isn't found in all the stuff around us that, or in the stuff that happens to us, God, because everything changes so quickly, but joy is only found in your son, Jesus Help us to be reminded of that. It's amazing to think that you actually sent joy to us in the manger. So God, help us to understand what it means to trust you and to let go of all these other things that are just promising, have all these promises, but they're just empty, God. Help us to follow what you would have, knowing that if we let go of what we're holding on to and grab onto you, it might be scary at first, but if we just listen, if we just follow, we just trust joy is sure to follow so god just be with us i pray for everybody right now that's in this room that is lacking in christmas cheer god that we would all just be able to experience your joy this christmas season in a new way so god in the middle of everything that's going on right now would you just show up break in and honestly, God, we're looking for you to do so. God, we're opening ourselves up to you so that you can break through our ordinary day. And God, help us each day to trust in you more. Jesus, we love you so much.
It's in your name we pray all these things. Amen. Amen.